Hey gamers, welcome back to another episode of Tag a Gamer. That is not a checkpoint episode. We have another guest with us today. He's a dear friend of mine. His name's Cameron Grant. Who is he though? You may not have heard of him. Well, you may have actually because he's one of my first guests who's actually been on a podcast before. He was on a podcast talking about his f- photography business called The Parenthesis. <clears throat> he is a freelance photographer. Uh, in his own words, acting is his career, but photography is his business. So I actually met him as a model. He's a trained actor and he has a photography business. Funnily enough, though, because he's my mate, we are from the same hometown of, well, I'm from Hobart. He's from Launceston, but we're both from Tassie, population of 500,000 people. Um, you know, we both also are gamers. Um, what's interesting is um, I personally find maybe something from being in a rural area in whole of Tasmania is actually considered rural rural in Australia's eyes um <clears throat> when I was applying for education for example overseas in Melbourne if you apply as a Tasmanian you're considered from a rural area so you get some uh, benefits when like moving into state that just gives you a bit of a glimpse of like who we are as Tasmanians. Um, but I also do find that potentially being from this smaller area kind of creates gamers because there are less subcultures and there are less things to do that we perhaps lean towards gaming a little bit more. I don't know. I can't say that. It feels like every culture lives in Melbourne. But um, we met in Melbourne and um, we've both been doing crazy creative things since. Um He's recently unboxed the shiny Charizard, which has gone off to, to grading. He is um, the famous creator of Chicky Wing Monday, which is a, a little bit of a, a guy's hangout um, that got popular on his Instagram. But that's Cam. Cam is um, here to talk about gaming with me. I've tagged him out because with all these other things going on in his life, um, I'm curious as to where gaming comes in as I know him as a gamer, but I don't know his his stories and that made him still continue to pursue this hobby so it's really cool to get to know him a bit better on the podcast like that when you push a microphone in each other's face and you you're forced to talk and you get these unique stories out um from one another um what is in the podcast well i asked him a few questions about what he thinks about gaming and how he fits it into his life being a freelance photographer and stuff like that um, he also goes down memory lane and talks about his hacked RuneScape, RuneScape accounts that he had when he was 13 years old. That was an awesome story that I love to learn about. Not a good story for him at the time when he was like 13 years old, but funny in retrospect. Um, we did a gaming photo shoot, so I asked him about the creative process behind being a photographer and approaching a photo shoot that has to do with gaming. That was a really unique experience for me because I'm still learning how to do the branding behind the podcast and things like that and what aesthetic I'm going for because how people wear gaming on their sleeves, I find that's a part of the reason I'm doing the podcast, right? It's very interesting to me. And then I ask, kind of put the two and two together and I ask him, do you think there's room for, you know, this gaming hobby of yours and your photography business? Because he does a lot of theater photography, live performance photography, and there are a lot of gaming conventions here in Melbourne. So I'm, you know, I'm putting the puzzle together in my head like hey is there a place for these two things to live um in your life um and he answers that too but i won't spoil it yet you got to listen to the episode um thanks again for listening guys uh obviously check us out on instagram i'll po- post some highlights there uh hope you enjoy thanks for coming on man 
Thank it's you. your second time on a podcast? Second party. I listened to your first one, which was Thank very you. professional. Thank you. It was professional. Um, and this is not going to be that. <laughs> this is going to get you cancelled. <laughs> Welcome to the nitty gritty side of the internet. No, obviously this is on Twitch TV. It's about gaming can actually, from my last episode with Kai, we spoke about edgy humor and things like that. This is called Tagger Gamer. I've called yourself out because, or tagged you on theme of the pod, because on a surface level, and we'll get into how we met in a second, but an Instagram bio for yourself would be photographer, actor, and model. Yeah. And gaming is a pillar of our relationship. So that's why oh, yeah. we're yeah. here today. Yeah. So first of all, I just want to ask... What do you think the most pivotal role you've done in those three things, like, defines... In all three? We spoke, and we, oh. know, spoke, we spoke about one, but, yeah, I could talk about myself as to why I have doubled down on this gaming thing, because I think I've done, like, things in gaming that I would like to wear on my sleeve a little bit more, you know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah. But, oh, wait, so do you mean, like, acting, photography, modelling, and gaming is, like, four... I am advocating for gaming and that culture. So that's why we're here today and we're like throwing it in there. Okay, so if you've got yeah. like a crazy gaming memory, by all means, throw it in there as well. Do you want me to start with that? Sure, yeah. Uh, I, okay, yeah. yeah. I guess a big gaming memory for me. Yeah. Like I, like the first thing that sprung to mind, because mm. I had no idea this question was coming up. Yeah. First thing that came to my mind was like, <clears throat> like I grew up on the Animal Crossing series like i didn't have like 64 yeah. or anything like that mm. i think I, I like was born into playstation yeah in that sense that was but the, that was it uh, yeah it was just, during well, early 2000s right there was like the 64 and game boys and stuff like that mm, but mm. i grew up on like the playstation one with yeah. crash bandicoot ratchet and clank jack and daxter that yeah. sort of thing it was like crash bandicoot versus mario yeah. I feel like back then, yeah. it was like you had to pick a team. Kind Definitely of. was, yeah. yeah. And it wasn't until that we got like when the first Nintendo DS came out, like mm. the big chunky yep. grey ones. Yes, yeah. Shortly after Animal Crossing. I th- feel like Animal Crossing was like one of the first DS games. I was so late on Animal Crossing, but it's been a clearly impact a lot of people's lives. It's come up on the yeah. pod a lot. Yeah. Well, look, I don't want to yeah. be like... The Animal Crossing gatekeeper, but I feel like that I... You were first? Yeah. <laughs> no, you were. You would have been. Yeah. But because I hadn't heard of the title until New Horizons, maybe. The, the, that's the, the, the expansion from the Switch. The Switch, yeah. yeah the Switch version, yeah. 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 No, I had, I had the DS version. Yeah. I, I reckon Early, that was sure. fun, yeah. yeah. And then me and my brother and like a couple of other friends all had it and we'd visit each other's islands. Yeah. And you have six people and... Back then, I don't know if anyone else remembers, mm. but it was like all the pitfall seeds as well that you get from, who is it? Just the, the museum? I oh, know, the, the, the gate at the top of the town. Anyway, okay. there's pitfall seeds. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. multiplayer was great fun. Yeah. <laughs> My gaming legacy yeah. has been like doing no, especially on Animal Crossing because a lot of people do it, mm. the time traveling. Yes, no cheating. Yeah, no yeah. cheats. And I got full fish catalog, mm-hmm. bug catalog. Catch them all. Yeah, I yeah. caught them all. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I had like full catalogs and then gold watering can as well. Perfect town. Crazy. Yeah. That almost segs up to like one of my next questions, but I want to pull it back a bit because 
that's yeah that's really i guess a core memory for you animal crossing and stuff yeah but i want to focus on who you are a bit more first and then we'll I don't know. For example, can I just, can I just yeah. say quick, yeah. my who I am yeah. in Animal Crossing, my nickname, mm. my my name in Animal game Crossing games, yeah. was John, John, but I didn't know how to. Sp- I don't know why it was John, mm-hmm. but they I didn't know like how- a John, maybe the default character. I don't know, but I didn't know how to no spell shame. John. I knew yeah. there was a H in there somewhere, oh, no. and I've gone J H O N, so it's just yeah. John. Yeah, yeah. My gaming yeah. name was meant to be. I made a dwarf rogue in Warcraft, and I wanted it to be like it, like like dark and mysterious. I was like, I want him to be called Scratch. I didn't know it had a T in it, so I was like, Scratch. <laughs> um, scratch. Scratch. Yeah. Actually, can I? The cutie, what if I bring this thing. over in here? And yeah. And then I, anytime I t- little take a sip. Yeah. Yeah. By all means. By all means. <clears throat> there we. Oh, how's that? That's good. I think I can frame like this question a bit better. The most brutal, simple question I ask straight off the bat is, "Are you a gamer?" Plain and simple. Are you a gamer? Yeah. 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 You. What makes you that? What makes you a gamer? Because admittedly, I don't think Animal Crossing is a gamer game per se, or a gamery game. I don't know. I feel like there was a lot of e, like the classic e girl streamers streaming Animal Crossing. Not on the DS though. Not back in the day. Like, was there a lot of streaming? No, naturally in DS. Naturally, no, but that, I guess, makes the question a little more complicated. Like, when would you have started to identify as a gamer? Or it's not something that you have to rigorously go through, Mm. but gun to the head situation, are you or are you not? You've answered yes. And did it start in those DS days? Or Because, just to frame this question a bit bit more, Mm. the first question I asked was, what were the like the most notable things you've done in perhaps photography or acting mm. or things like that makes you confident to say that about yourself? Mm. And I feel like there are other people who play games like Animal Crossing, mm. big time Animal Crossing, who would not identify as a gamer despite putting heaps of hours into something like Animal Crossing. Mm. I guess what I'm asking is the difference in those types of memories and how much you associate with them, if that makes sense. Yeah, like I never... Yeah. in. Look, in my mind, when I think gamer, there's certainly plenty of people in my high school that I would say were gamers in yes. a sense because they have the PlayStation or Xbox. and both. they'd be pl- Yeah, usually <laughs> both. <laughs> yeah. And would be playing like Call of Duty or Halo or stuff like that. And, and, mm. and people that would do well in those. For me, at that same time, I was just playing like, Roomscape mm. or something like that, and I yeah. would not have considered myself a gamer in that. Interesting. Sense. That's interesting because I didn't play in Roomscape, but I did interpret that as like a gamer game because there's a lot I of grinding yeah, and a like, lot of not... like I don't know. And there's there's the toxicity, the gamer toxicity in that game as well in terms of like scamming and stuff oh, as well. Yeah. Like scamming yeah. was really big. Yeah. Um, I that's how I quit Roomscape. <laughs> I got <laughs> you lost your account. <laughs> I did you not, just I didn't lose my you want to hear this. Yeah, go. I like I really worked hard for this account. I yeah. like accrued some good money, gone mm. into the Oh, uh, yeah, did you say you hadn't played Roomscape? No, but I know what it's about. Yeah, yeah lots of grinding yeah. to get to this point. 99 wood cutting. Yeah, I, pre- I, I never something. got to I never got to a 99. Right. Um I just didn't have enough time on it. Yeah. Um and I was in specifically. I remember because it was so traumatic. I was in Falador, the the city 
in RuneScape Falador mm. yeah. and this guy who'd like level 130 or something at, at that point that was like the highest level Big, he yeah. just calls me out I'm just sitting in the bank in Falador and he's hey man I think I want to get rid of my account and I'm like really? oh and you're like I was like well what's going on man <laughs> <laughs> yeah little, little 13 year old self is, oh, I'm gonna make me some bank yeah and he was like yeah man I just I think I'm done I'm done with RuneScape like mm. oh how did it even I, I don't even know what was going through my yeah, head but he was, was like the play but he was how like he do it? yeah he was just like yeah Here's any like private message me, so it wasn't yep. in public chat. Mm-hmm. Private message me, and he goes, mm. "Here's my first of all. He's I've got another account though that I'm wanting to build up, so mm. I will sell you this account for all that you've got. You can build it back up." And I was like, "Oh yeah, okay, that sounds great, cool." Mm-hmm. And he's like, here. How about have my password and my login? And he mm. private messaged me his password and login. Yeah, and, I, and he was like, "I'm gonna log out for five minutes. You log in, have a play, see what you think, and then jump back on." And I was okay. like. Yeah, okay. But you and, had to trade yours at the same time. And the, no, I didn't. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I and I logged into his thing and I was like checking it out. I was like, this guy's bank is absolutely bat busting. You full right had now. access. I had full access. Oh, he ga- okay. he gave me all access. Sounded risky on his end. That's what I thought. Yeah. I, at this point, I was like, there's no scam involved at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, jump back onto my account and he's, hey man, what you think? And I was like, let's trade. Yeah, <laughs> give me this give me account, the goods, yeah. and he was like, "Yeah, so just just give me all your, give everything in your bank, and I'll just log out." Mm. And I was like, "Okay," I like gave, oh, and I gave him everything. Easy. I just gave it all to him, yeah, because I already that. had the password, already had the login. I just gave it to him, and then I played on it for half an hour before bed. Bedtime was like nine o'clock at that point. Yeah, I was yeah. Like that young. Yeah, and went to bed, and I was like, I can't wait to get mm. back on the RuneScape in the morning, mm. and I get back on. And I'd written it down. I wrote wrote down the password and everything and yeah. got back on and I was like, you can't log in. And I'm like, what's going on? I tried again. Mm. I tried again. And he just changed the password on me. And that was the pinnacle moment that I was like, man, fuck RuneScape. Hey, <laughs> that was going to be my question. What was your reaction? Cause that I- was it. And oh, I, nev- really? I never it? logged I, back in again. I almost expected tears. I did. You did cry. I did. Yeah, yeah I, man. Yeah, I like gave yeah. up everything to this yeah. this scammer. Yeah. And I never logged back in RuneScape again after yeah. that day. There are. It's funny in the virtual world in those situations. Yeah, I have. I remember. Do you remember? Did you ever play Habbo Hotel? No, it's a so. <laughs> no. It was a social yeah. game back yeah. in the day, like two D graphics and. There were in like real money transactions and <clears throat> people would scam and stuff all the time. And I remember not understanding social interactions and stuff like that being risky, like mm. the RuneScape one. And <clears throat> when people would try and hustle you to a certain degree, mm. it was a really weird feeling as a kid being like, what the hell is... <laughs> you, you had no idea how to navigate these types of things. And I will say for the guy who got you what a strategy man just risking his whole account but all, yeah to know that yeah. the other thing is he could have given me that account and then i could have just like instantly traded all of his stuff to someone else yeah exactly like he, but that like was that a wasn't even scam wasn't even going through my mind like yeah, he must have just seen straight through and be like man this kid is an absolute fucking cock that is the childlike innocence that, yeah like that they're just like yep he's, yeah man we're on the team we're, yeah, 
I don't want to play anymore. I'm going to do this for you yeah. type of thing. And it's just like, no, brother. People are doing you no favors <laughs> in these games. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's my RuneScape quit. Oh, so back to, do I think I'm a gamer? Yeah. In that sense. Yeah. I was playing RuneScape when people were playing Call of Duty. The heavier Halo, games. All those, yeah. heavier 3D graphics. But I guess it's like, it, yeah. like at the moment, like a lot of the games that I'm playing is mainly just like Rocket League. Yeah playing a lot of Rocket League. Yeah. And mainly mainly because my only console is a Switch at this mm. stage. So like Rocket not League. The gamerist not, not the gamerist Not the gamerist thing. Yeah. And like Switch and like we've played Smash Bros yeah. a lot. Yeah. And trying to play Fall Guys because that's mm. quite nonsensical and Yeah, easy fun. Easy fun. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like Fortnite is leaning into that gamerist. Definitely. And you're new on that? Yeah, a little yeah. bit, yeah. yeah. The one thing I was going to say on the terms of what made it a tipping point in terms of the core memory being there, maybe there's something in there in terms of it being multiplayer and interacting with other people playing the same game. Because I just feel like people, mm. you could easily play one single player game on a PlayStation or whatever and you wouldn't be like, oh, I'm a gamer. Yeah, yeah. But something about those like MMOs oh. and those. I definitely played a lot of League of Legends in yeah. years like like from when I was like 15 to 18 or something. Once again, online yeah. interaction. I, I would say if I continued on with League, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, I'm a gamer. Yeah. But I feel like I didn't completely dive into it. Yeah. I don't know. It's a weighted question. It is. And that's why we're here. No. Um, so Find let's... Find it all out. Yeah. <laughs> Behind the scenes. So... What so you want? I'm trying to hammer home this. I'm I'm trying to put your other interests at front mm. because I think I would say one of the pillars of our friendship is gaming 100. percent But one reason that I honestly cherish it so much is because it's not just about gaming. We don't just talk about games. Yeah, we talk about life. We talk about all sorts of other things. <laughs> and personally, like, how's your life without gaming? How- oh, <laughs> how's gaming? Uh, <laughs> I've just lost my account. Gaming, gaming. <laughs> I, I would have spend heaps of hours playing online multiplayer with a friend Yeah. who, if I would meet them in real life, it would be like, fuck, what do we talk about? It'd be like, yeah. it would be encompass everything uh-huh. and you would, almost to talk about something about real life would be like, oh, yeah. fuck. So, I, because I know it's an important thing, I want to, Push more of the other stuff that you do. So okay. we can cross two together. Yeah, great. In that you did a gaming photo shoot for myself. Yeah. So yeah. the worlds are intertwining. Yeah. But tell us what you predominantly do, your bread and butter day. Because gaming typically is what you do in your spare time. And if I have a non-gamer come on, that's the question that I ask them. What do you do in your spare time? Mm. You don't game? Okay. Mm. You're scrolling, you're Netflixing, mm. you're going mm. out. So... Yeah. Let's hear your bread and butter life. Where does Rocket yeah. League fit in? But fit in relation I, to... We're in the studio right now. We're literally in your studio. Yeah. So. Oh, p- part of it. Yeah. Part of the studio that's yeah. been blocked off. Yeah. But yeah, Rocket League would be my spare time thing. Yes. Like that That would be probably one or two hours maybe at a time. Yeah. Every second or third night with some friends. That sort of thing. Yeah. But like my bread and butter is this photography yeah. stuff yeah i do acting as well like i just i had an audition this morning yeah for commercial and mm. for me it's just since graduating the vca doing acting yeah like for me acting is 
uh, career. That's what I trained to do. Yeah. That's what I studied for. That's yeah. what I wanted to do for quite a lot of my adulthood. That's how I knew you before yeah. you pivoted to photography. As an actor or as a model? First of all, as a model, but yeah. then working at the cinema. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. were more into... You were at VCA, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think I just graduated at that point. Yeah. Yeah, because we probably met when I was in third year doing yeah. the modeling stuff. Yeah. And yeah, for me, like acting is like my career that I will always do mm-hmm. for as long as I live. Yeah. Like whether that's, you know, whether that's being... Um, like represented by the same agent. Like I love my agent and I signed with them knowing full well that on my behalf, I'm like, I can see as long as they're in business, I want to be in business with them. They're, an and actor. they're going to push you forward. Like, yeah, you know they're you, great. You're represented. Yeah. And a lot of other people have, yeah, that's it. A lot of people don't have that security yeah. and they don't have an agent that is giving them a, a good long go at it. Yeah, And yeah, acting's my career but photography is my business my bread and butter yep. business in that sense and so as as long as i'm getting auditions i'd call myself an actor even if i'm not performing mm-hmm. or i'm not getting cast in anything mm-hmm. like as long as i'm excuse me burp as long as i'm auditioning yep. and keeping my craft up whether that be workshops or readings or even something as what would be mundane as just watching a TV show. Mm-hmm. If it is a good show, like I've got a notes page in my phone of just two-handers or monologues from things that I've seen. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, if I'm inspired by something, write that down. That could come in handy for yeah. whenever. Either that's for me as a performer or someone else is looking for a scene. I'm like, here's this great one that I saw. Like I would say acting's my career for as long as I am auditioning and even if I take a break like a little hiatus for a couple of years or whatever and focus on photography or I want to travel or mm. I have a family or anything like that it's, as long as I'm auditioning I'd say that I'm a working actor yeah whether I'm signed onto a job or not yeah and it takes a lot of confidence to say that I think because I'm sure when you have those times of period that like a long time off mm. same with me with modeling it's am I really doing this you know what I mean am I really a part of this I but think the difficulty for that sorry to interrupt you no. there but I think the difficulty with that is and I see it a lot is it's just like wh- one of one of my friends is moving into the studio in the next couple of weeks and yeah. we literally just talked about it. he's mm. just graduated yeah. and he was like man I like I'm getting burnt out by all this acting stuff getting denied and rejected and all this and I'm like it's going to be such a blessing when you can put your full creative input into something that you can control Mm. and that you have like a a passion and obsession for that's not third party influenced. Yes. Yeah. And it's being able to completely indulge and completely take over this obsession and not be limited by it because it's someone else's influence. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? I fully know what you mean. I can even make a parallel with gaming for... (laughs) Maybe a bit of a stretch, but fucking A. I, I can make a parallel to modeling as well, of course. Mm. I fully get that. You can't create the opportunities out there. What am I supposed to create a modeling studio to give myself the job? Am I supposed to create a movie mm. and be a director and mm. X, Y, Z and all of these things? Naturally, it's difficult even in my podcast host and a video editor and all of these things. It's so hard to... X, to, Y, to Z, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Everything. And they're all actually individual jobs with full-time salaries that someone could do professionally that you're 
you're literally in competition with. It's, Dude, I literally, yeah. I was talking to my ta- on this thing, yeah. I was talking to my tax agent yeah. not too long ago because yeah. I'm like coding a product. Have I told you about that? I know you're coding. But yeah, like coding a product. And I was talking to my agent about mm. it. And I was like, my tax agent. And mm. I said, wanting, I'm wanting to sell this product. Mm. What do you think about it? And she's Cameron. People like you doing this mm. are getting like salaries in the seventh figure. Yeah. Working for another company. Yeah. And it's insane. The amount of mm. like other jobs that you're doing as an entrepreneur mm-hmm. that can be complete titles somewhere else. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's all I had to say about that. No, that's it. You're hitting, hitting the nail on the head. My, my parallel between gaming, I think, was just like, the difference between, for example, something competitive like League or something. Let's say you yep. you just really, you want to be the best and you're still playing with your friends. Mm. And you just, there's got to be a point where you just, not every one of your friends is going to be on like the same journey or, mm. and you're going to have to create those opportunities for yourself. Back when I was playing heaps, I would like, I would be pretty decent and my friends were actually decent as well. <laughs> they were not holding me back whatsoever, mm. but it was just like, Okay, I'm playing. Must this. be nice. My team's always trash. Really? No, my mates were brutal, man. We were like all actually quite competitive. It was funny, but it was okay. If you, any of us wanted to take it to the next level, and some of them did, it was just like they even got an. I think they got a represented by an agent or uh, esports team oh, shit. or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And the parallel being modeling, acting, finding your own opportunities. There's gonna be. You need space to create it for yourself, mm, essentially. Mm. That's what I'm... It's, it's, in a really vague way, that's what I'm trying to say. It's the thing of you've always got to be the dumbest person in the room. Like, I, I say that, like, from a very stock standard sort of thing, but, like, you yes. never want to be the smartest person in the room because mm. then you've got nothing to learn and you're not growing. In the sense of, yes. for gaming as yes. well... Yes. You, yes, if you're just the best on your team always... And then I, fuck, dominating I, can't, I can't carry this team any yeah. more than what I yes, am. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's, you can't be the best in the room, in every room. Yes. And then the when time. you do versus the best, it's a humbling experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn, man. You, I, you're more of a gamer than I thought, eh? Like, Me? I, yeah. Just because of league. A bit, a league's definitely up there. Yeah. For sure. We mm. did tournaments in Tassie. Really? The, when I say tournaments, I say we, there was one tournament that got set up at like the local what was it called nexus no it had it was purple and it had a dragon logo on it anyway it's i like think it's sports cafe yeah pretty much yeah. and they held one league tournament and we got right to the finale oh nice and Good then we lost grim but it's good to not be the best person in the room sometimes Good on you, man. Stay humble. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been addicted to a game do you think oh dude i feel like it's, oh, see, that's the other thing is like two parallels in the sense of addicted when I shouldn't be mm. and then am I just addicted to be filling in time in the sense of I feel like in lockdown, mm. in like COVID lockdown here in Melbourne, yeah. it was like I'm just slamming 10 hours of Animal Crossing a day. Yeah, it's an emotional crutch at that point. Like, yeah. You would argue is an addiction, yeah. but the circumstances are pretty dire. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. like, is it an addiction or is it a legitimate crutch? Mm. And then, yeah. like, on top of that, I feel like, the like for me, there's three tiers. There's now three. There was two, but yeah. now with COVID, like, three. Yeah. In the sense of there was, like, I would wake up, coffee, whatever, breakfast routine, Animal Crossing. Hitting the Animal Crossing. Yeah. Go to bed. Mm. That's it. And then the next tier down from that mm. was, like, 
if I'm like, if I've got a couple of days off work or there's something that I should be doing yeah. and I'm just like pummeling Rocket League for three or four days on end and I'm just like, man. You're hitting unrated at that point? You are? You're hitting unrated Rocket League love. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm ranked. Yeah, 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 yeah. I Yeah, I would play so much and then whether it was man, I'm so sick of this game because I just keep losing and my rank's yeah, going down yeah. or it was, oh God, i got to get a line. Yeah, the, the, cr- <laughs> yeah, the crutch had too much to yeah. hold up. It was just much. like, man, i got to look out the window or something. Yeah, you know what I mean? It would make you better at the game as well. Yeah. Even if you were, like, if you were going for runs or whatever. And so now like, like when I play, yeah. like when I play with friends, it'll get to a certain point in the night and I'm just like, man, i got to acknowledge I'm not getting any better tonight. Yeah. I'm, and I'm like, I'm fading. Yeah, it's getting worse. It's yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I can't keep playing till we get a win. I That's just got going around. I just got those memes. Yeah, yeah. Those, th- that is a big one right now. I say I'm not saying to yeah, not staying like up till three. In the background or something like that. <laughs> can't yeah. stay up for a win when I know I've, I'm on a losing streak. It's been eight in a row, guys. Yeah, like, win the next one. Tomorrow. Let me out. Yeah, win the day. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then yeah. I think the next form from that, like the third tier, would be just. If I've been working so much, it's that thing that is it, it's going around a lot of psych TikToks at the moment where it's, what is it? It's it's not called doom scrolling or something. It's like when you're staying up so late at night and you're just scrolling on mm. anything because it's you trying to reclaim your time back from the day. Oh, like yeah. That stuff. Um, revenge time or something. Y- yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Um, um, I know what you mean though. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And I'd be playing video games because I'm like, man, I've done nothing for myself today and I just want to play video games. And like, Yeah. Well, I definitely felt that a lot when I was working in hospo. Mm. It was just like eight hours of serving other people Yeah. and then hit up an online game and just get rowdy <laughs> and just... I don't know. There's a lot of violence. It wasn't that. It wasn't cathartic because of the violence. I'm just being funny with it. But just there's something cathartic about it that Mm. perhaps a movie couldn't offer because it does have that online aspect, the community Mm. aspect. I'll tell you this one hectic ad that I saw. For a game or like a TV commercial? I didn't even know what it was for. I think it was actually for... I think it was for mental health. Okay. And it was on the side of a Telstra phone booth, old school phone. Mm just out in the street and I was a kid with a headset on this mm. and it said online community or social isolation and I was just like oh that's so brutal Damn. I was just like that's so brutal because don't worry about it like the people that might see it and get offended they're not going to go outside and see it <laughs> <laughs> grim grim I was offended, Cam, but I saw it. I was just like, damn. It, it does, if you use the crutch analogy, it's there are good times mm. for it. Yeah. Another random like analogy might be like, when people have body dysmorphia and go to the gym, It's the gym is like objectively healthy, but you can yeah. push it too far, right? And the same with games, it can be like, I'm playing with other people. These are all my friends in real life, but it's the, you can push it too far. Yeah, I like. I, I feel like during COVID, I had a bit of an experience of that. Mm. In the sense of, I went back to Tassie for a couple months, mm-hmm. and at the same time, like I, I left Melbourne to go to Tassie because yeah. I was going mind numb, yeah, like playing too. games, watching yes. videos, whatever. Yeah. For me, it was an escape to work. Yes, and I didn't need any money at that point. Then Centrelink favoured me, which was great. Mm-hmm. But it was just like I gotta get my brain going again like my communication skills are like hitting the the floor yeah 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 yeah. and like during COVID it was like 
was playing at that time I was just playing some other games with two of my best friends that I'd mm. play like Rocket League and, and Fortnite with and stuff. We were just playing these games. Yes, yep. Went to Tassie and they were both living in Launceston as well. Mm. And then I moved back to Launceston and three of us are all still just playing these games online. Yeah, you didn't kick a ball in real life. No, we did. We still Yo. did. Like oh, we had okay. like weekly basketball and stuff. Okay. But it was still That's just, good. we'd all finish work. We wouldn't hang out in person. We'd mm-hmm. jump on Fortnite or something or, or whatever it was. Mm. And then like once a week, we'd you know have basketball and have you know six or seven hours in person together. But it was that thing of just, yes, they're my friends in real life, but now I'm in the same city as them as well. Mm. And There's I'm still no not seeing them a lot. Yeah. 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 Could yeah, it's interesting. It, it, it's a potentially like toxic thought almost. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but it does signify like significant. Signi- you got it. Go again. Significant. It just. What am I trying to say? What are you saying? <laughs> it's significant. The significance. Yeah. Of that thought you're having is that significance. Yeah, that's I don't, right I don't even know. Yeah, that's right. Know. But you got it. Yeah, that's it. We'll send it. Is that you wanted to hang out with them more? Yeah. 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 And that is a conversation that's pretty hard to have with somebody you've only played games with. Don't you think? What conversation? It, Let's get in person. Hey, man, we've been playing Rocket League for three hours. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you friends and you. Yeah, what like, of it? Yeah, what of it, bro? Yeah. Queue up again. Uh, yeah. It's, it's it's a barrier funnily enough like, the reason I say it, you're interpreting it as a bad thing but funnily enough I, I interpret it weirdly as a good thing sometimes where when I'm working hanging out with friends or something mm. everybody likes to be doing something right if you're at a club and you don't have a drink you're just like what the fuck do I do with my hands notes right? app huh? voice memos calculator y- yeah, diary calculator. <laughs> yeah scroll Instagram yeah fully act busy right? yeah act like you got a friend in your phone or some shit. That's a good thing that games actually cover. You don't even need to really get on with... You're doing something. You don't need that mm. drink in your hand. You mm. don't... Yeah, whatever. But I guess when you remove it, people can be a bit like, what am I without this? Or... Anyways, just... Interesting. Just a hot thought. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to get more of your take on the collaborative shoot we did together. mm I will massage your brain in terms of what was going through my mind before the shoot Mm -hmm. because we've spoken about like how gaming so impacted our lives and a lot of this podcast is me being like more very intentionally engaging with the culture very much intentionally because Mm. I have quit before Mm -hmm. for years quit gaming gaming Mm. yeah and I've come back into it and when you offered to do the photo shoot for a gaming podcast I'm just like okay yeah I've modeled Often modeling is just, I don't know, just really blank face and just very chic. And yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And am I going to look back in the footage and see you pull a funny face? I know, we both <laughs> just look straight down the camera yeah. and yeah, just like sure. super chic. Oh, yeah. Show the work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you were looking down the camera first and I was like, oh, I see. Yeah, this this is a bit now. Yeah. 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 Make it a bit. <laughs> make it a bit. And then when we rocked up to the gaming thing, mm. It was like, okay, I'm not going to lie. I was pretty stiff at first. It was like, we're in the studio and I'm like, okay, I quickly bundled gaming things into Mm. my bag, controllers, Mm. headsets, laptops. And I think our first few shoots were like me leaning 
at the laptop and just being hunched over with yeah. the laptop and going almost like a 90s magazine of yeah them. this is what computers and yes, technology yes. is yeah. oh I'm enjoying this or whatever and oh and then we got into a groove where we're like mm. hang on we actually can make this modeling shoot and just put a controller next to it mm. and then it, people know what's mm. up and it looks good mm. professional and I guess a little bit chic it wasn't the chicest thing but not game it wasn't too gamery so did you have any like where, where was your mind at approaching that shoot what? I think it's tricky because like I know you first and foremost as a model yeah that's how we met Re- yeah really as a model and yeah. so in my mind I'm like you are a working model yeah you are a professional model and you're doing what doing runways and you're doing photo shoots yeah. and you're active in the industry. Mm-hmm. And so in my mind, I, from a foot lens, yep. that yep. one, yeah, yeah, send it. Yeah. For, from a photographer to the lens, yes. Yes, I was like, yes. there's no worry in Jay's mind about how to pose for the camera. Mm. In my mind, it was more a thing of completely from a marketing and analyzing perspective. Mm. It was just... Who's your target audience? Who's going to be listening to this show? And like we delved into it a little bit and talked about what the show is about and like who you want to have on the sh- on the show and like interview and themes and stuff like that. And so for me, it was this thing of like when we got into the room, like we had all these props and I had a couple of different lighting states that I was like, okay, great. We're going to have this one key light. We're going to have this floor light. We're going to try and go for this angle and chuck it on a 24 mil lens and make a yeah. little bit wide shot, whatever. Mm. Try and expand the lens through the set and to the model Mm. I knew that there was going to be this element of play to it and in my mind I was like Jay's Jay's great Mm. Jay's got the whole modelling side of things covered for me it was just like how do we market this in a way that's going to be effective to the audience Mm. and actually sell what we're marketing and also what it is Exactly. That's what I, that's what I struggled with. Because it was like, it. to begin with, we were like, yeah. these shots, I don't know mm. if all of them are public or anything yet. I don't yeah. know if they've no, all been Not yet. I'm going to release it with this. But yeah. like, the photos from the beginning, I, mm. I vaguely remember talking about it. It was like, this is like some K-pop like magazine cover mm. looking yeah. thing. Yeah. And then that so quickly transitioned. We were just like, okay, this, yeah, it's fun. We've explored it. We've tried it out, but this isn't, the most effective way of being able to sell you one as a model yeah. and your humanity to the shoot and your yeah. personality to the shoot. Right. But also like two, it's not really conveying that sort of like personality side as a product and a marketing perspective in that sense. Mm. So for me, like my mindset was completely to the like analytical side. Mm. And you approach that with, like you said, lenses angles yeah all those types of things like with a lot of photo shoots that i'll do with clients i'll pretty much like i'll usually from the very get-go if they're like yeah i've got this idea for a show and Mm. i really want to shoot something like this for the the image i'm like let's jump straight into a call Mm -hmm. and like just bounce some ideas you know what i mean straight away bounce some ideas and just be like okay as long as we're talking themes and like who the target demographic as an audience is going to be, like who are we marketing this show for? Because like you could do a gaming podcast that is targeted to people that grew up on like a SNES. Yeah. Or like 
Atari and the way that would look would be completely different, like from a marketing perspective, would be completely different to how you would sell an image to, I don't know, iPad kids. Well, that's the <laughs> you thing. Know what I, I mean? I, yeah, I do get what you mean. And where my mind goes with that is like, or and this is why I've particularly found that show, that photo shoot so hard mm. is because if you we literally went on Pinterest and we're like, oh, I know I did, gaming photo shoot. Yeah. And it's just like, pfft, crap. Yeah. There's nothing, there was nothing really that we could pull from, per yeah. se. We, I remember we even made the joke of like, when I put my hood up, it's like, why is it when you put your hood on or you put a balaclava on when you're You wouldn't steal a car. And yeah, and it's like you're suddenly You wouldn't a steal hacker. a mobile phone. Why does a hacker wear a balaclava yeah. at the fucking laptop? He's yeah. like, oh, they I know where you live. If I got to cover you. my webcam yeah. with this discrepancy. It's, whoa, because all, all of our reference material of gaming for creating like a more finished art thing, is cr- it was crap. Yeah, you know what I mean. The only cool, different thing I could think of was the PlayStation Two commercials, mm. which came mm. out at a time where I think the Matrix movies had just came out, mm. and they were very just. I'm uh, pretty sure they came out with Aphex Twin music and stuff like that. With what? Aphex Twin music, just like funky drum and bass kind of stuff. Oh, okay. And I have a background in graphic design, and I was just like, I actually struggled to like when we spoke about it. I was just like my mind was in we're going to have to do so much post-production to even sell what this is Mm. and by the time at the end of the photo shoot that just wasn't the case Mm. it was just okay we need a little prop yeah the right clothes i'm happy with the the fit Mm. even though i was quite worried about that and Mm. then it was just like actually you can just put modeling poses and like you said I'm not a photographer but the right mm. lens and the right yeah. professional things into it and it worked and I can't believe it because I thought I was imagining like <laughs> we're doing T poses yeah and those more things yeah. I was just like oh all it, these ideas just not nah. I'll be honest it yeah. was pretty funny when you were like yeah I want to do this some Jesus Christ like T pose yeah. and I want to be like levitating in the yeah. air I was like you went with it alright man it, look it's, we're yeah. going to spend 10 minutes max on this yeah. and then by the end of it you're like no, let's go somewhere else. Yeah, let's yeah. Try something else. yeah. At least like a no one idea is bad. Eh? Yeah, because yeah, that did not work. Yeah, no. I feel, and that, it's really funny because I'm such I, I will smash Pinterest. Like I'm yeah. absolutely like down for Pinterest boards and mm. like mood boards and like visualizing stuff. And from a completely analytical perspective, I got to know how I want to shoot something before I can actually shoot it, and have the idea of what we're doing before we do it. Because then from there, it's once I start seeing something and, and even in our shoot, like we started with the stuff with the computer and... Yeah, we had a little bit as well with the purple lighting and you had done... What's the word? I think it's like when it's two colored lighting, people call it androgynous two. lighting maybe or something like that or... Oh, I don't know. No, it's not ambient lighting, a word for it. But basically creating a gradient, we played around with yeah. gradients a little bit yeah. at the start, at the start. Yeah. But that's I think all we had really. We went into it and we're like... Yeah let's explore mm-hmm. and we got the props we got like the style as to how we want to shoot it yeah. let's just explore and play mm. and especially for shoots like that where it's the mission is to shoot something for this particular thing and this is the audience and this is the purpose and this is the blah 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 blah. the way that we shoot it is figured out the perfect image is in there amongst the 
300 other shots that yeah. are okay but there's the one perfect image and that's trying like what i try and say to my clients every time i'm like mm. poster portraits whatever it is i'm like let's just play and explore and see how through the emotion of what we're trying to portray mm how can we achieve the result and just play in that space with this emotion and that one perfect image will arise. Mm. And that's such the the blessing of digital photography is that it's just like, I've got this like electronic device yeah. that if I don't like something, I can just as easily as I took it, clear it. You know what I mean? I'm not spending know, so yeah, much yeah. money on yeah. film and then developing it and then using someone else's time to like actually process it and then it finally get the final result. And I'm like, nah, that sucks. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. But there is an emphasis on, obviously with AI at the moment and stuff like that, you can do almost too much in post-production now. So the yeah. benefit of it isn't necessarily like having, like digital being like, oh, you can take so many more photos and just let it run. Yeah, that's a benefit. I wouldn't say the benefit is because there's a lot of photos to choose from. It's that process is the art direction. You're art yeah. directing in that's You're creating in that moment. So it's just, I don't know, that's why I almost just going on a tangent about why I wouldn't be too afraid of AI in a certain sense. Yeah. And you're filled to a certain degree because you'd just be like, that's just you oh, in a weird way, like hammering in prompts almost. Oh, in yeah. In real time. You're like, so we originally started with, we had a, we had three boxes and I was standing on mm -mm. three boxes and we we're trying to get more like fish eye stuff because that mm -hmm. was nineties and it was just like too many things. Too, well, ma too many. Like that's the other thing as well, is like you're oh, no. limited by what you've got. If I had like my for anyone that's into cameras, like the lens that I've got, it's a twenty-four mil lens, it's not a fish eye lens. It can go wide. Yeah. If I had which I don't, which I need mm. to invest in, but if I had something that was like 16 mil like super like real fisheye lens yeah, we could have spent another hour trying to get that three pillar yeah and i feel right. like with ai you'd just be like you'd be sitting there punching in more prompts and you'd be mm. like pull it out further now nah, pull it out further mm. i want to see this on the biggest fish i want to see this like a 360 photo type yep. thing you know yep. what i mean so there yep. is that limit whereas at least like in this sort of digital thing it's let's spend the time now to figure out what the the aim is yeah and then as soon as we go in we're limited to yeah to reality <laughs> if it's yeah. an outdoor shoot time yep. of day weather yep. people being tired or hungry yep. or like just completely drained if they've been there for eight hours mm. if you're with ai you're just punching for eight hours you know what mm. i mean and so like with this it's, yes there is a real not that ai isn't but there's a real kind of craft and like urgency yeah to attain exactly what you want in a way that is helpful for everyone in as little time possible and with as many options as you can. I'll when I'm on a shoot and I've got my camera out, I'm just like I might as well have it in drive mode. I'm like yeah. shooting everything I can because it's mm. a little subtle difference as much as someone taking a, an inwards breath as opposed to an outwards breath changes yeah. the complete emotion of what a photo looks like. Yeah, even as a model, I, that's one trick that I learned uh, from, from a photographer. They were like, just breathe out of your lips just a little bit. Just to open your lips, just mm. a tiny bit. Just to, mm. Take photos of that. And just that little thing, make you look more relaxed, more mm. calm. And mm. just, it's tiny. That make, can make a big difference. Mm. I didn't want it to, yeah, I didn't want it to, uh, AI is a, a funny thing. Are you worried about it? 
Me? Yeah. Nah. No. Not I, me personally. No. I think it was good what you said in terms of you said not that AI isn't art as well. No, it is. Yeah. There, there's some great stuff <laughs> yeah. with AI. Yeah. I think the reason that I'm not worried he's doing about good AI, things. he's doing great <laughs> things. The good Al. Yeah, Al. Damn. <laughs> great artist. Like, I'm not worried about AI because I think, especially for me, and I know there's some artists that are worried and they're not doing anything about it. There's some artists that are worried and they are learning it to enhance it. Yeah. For me, I'm not worried. I'm learning how to use it to enhance stuff. Yeah. But... For me, like, I've talked about this with other people in the industry as well. It's as a live performance photographer, like, I can't make shit up with AI. You know what I mean? Someone's buying a ticket and watching this exact show and they're going to go like, there was no fucking dinosaur in the background of this. (laughs) Like, where did this dinosaur cutout come from? has fucking six fingers. Yeah, what's going on here? You know what I mean? So, for me, there's no... it, It doesn't yet feel like my performance photography is being impacted yeah. in that sense. Posters, portraits, all that stuff. There's all that sort of stuff going around. And yes, that's impacting in a sense. But that's also personal preference yeah. to whoever's wanting to use it. And whether that personal preference is just a time-saving thing, a money-saving thing, or they're just exploring and having fun with it. I can't have a say on that. Mm. But the things that I can control is my performance photography and getting better at that and making Mm. sure that can't be replaced. Yeah, for sure. I can almost imagine. I know that AI, if you prompted, you said, hey, make a performance, make a Mm. poster for performance that happened on this day. It could do it, but it might not be the same actor or whatever. Yeah. Or something like that. You're good? Mike's okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Do you need five? just didn't want to go oh. across it. Five or are you ready? To I'm good. You good? We keep right. going. I appreciate it. Yeah. Punch it out. Yeah. Do you think there is work in this? In you don't have ads, do you? <laughs> no, you don't need to have I an ad break? I don't need an ad break. No. Not sponsored yet. I wanted to ask you, and I've never asked this to you as much as we hang out. Mm. Do you think there is room for your craft in relation to gaming? For example... Oh, this dude. Is, this has been my first... Yes. Yeah? Yes. Yeah, okay. So, Sorry, continue. Yeah, my, this is my first year of conventions. Yeah. I went to CrunchyCon, which was notoriously, supposedly horrendous. I actually enjoyed myself, but <laughs> they had too many people. They fucked up and there was massive lines at the front. It was raining. Oh. Everyone's cosplays was getting rained was on. Was this at, uh, at the... Um, Vision Center? Yes. Yes. So you saw it on socials? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that was my first, that was actually my first con ever. Oh, I, it can and, only go up from there. But I actually ended up, because I was not supposed to get in, but someone yeah. gave me their wristband and yeah. I, I got on in. I was just like, damn, this is a culture shock because you and me from Tassie, population yeah. of 500,000. It's probably that many in <laughs> the building. that culture. Yeah. <laughs> no. We didn't have those kind of like opportunities to do that like the Melbourneans have. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And this year, like I said, I'm very intentionally jumping in the culture and I was like, conventions mm. are a part of that, right? Brother, I went in cosplay to my first convention. Nothing crazy. I've got blonde hair. I was just like, I just got to pick a blonde anime character. <laughs> so I did Which that. Which one to choose yeah. from? And the I, hundreds. I, I picked one and yeah. I got recognized and it felt fucking awesome. Great. I'm not going to lie. It was just like, what's up? And not to mention like when you're in that process of sharing Instagrams and like, oh, yep. which ones do you watch? It's yep. networking, man. Yeah. And 
I've had photographers come up to me and I followed mm. their Instagram and I followed all these kinds of... At one of these things. comic convention yeah, things? Yeah, 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 I did. And so I think there's room for it for sure. So I was, like I said, I've never talked to you about it, but yeah, there's got to be space for it. I feel like in... I'll, I'll let you have your take in a sec, but I've just got to chime in one more thing in that the modeling industry has a lot of... It does have a lot of scammy kind of stuff going on or a lot of... Oh, yeah. A lot of non-photographers or a lot of false promises and yeah i think honestly the anime and cosplay community has that too to be honest with you um photographers in that community yeah 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 and that makes me think maybe there's not money in it or maybe the Mm. yeah what may yeah i don't know are they just trying to take pictures of their favorite characters or do they respect cosplaying as an art form to actually try and create the best photography mm. they can for those people. I'm not sure where photography would, on a professional level, fit in there, but I was just curious about your take because there's got to be something, I uh, swear. Yeah. yeah. Two, there's two things that I think of. One answers this particular question. Yeah. One answers the question before I heard the question in okay. full. Yeah. And with this, there's a lot of really bad photographers that give a rep to Mm. the industry Mm. for what it is for collaboration. Yeah. And it's, it's a fine line because you don't want to be masked as one of these bad. Okay. I'm just going to put it out there. Mm. Those photographers that are like TFP, time for print, Mm. boudoir, boudoir photographers, very specifically, Mm. Anytime I had to leave so many Melbourne groups, like Melbourne photography modeling groups, because yeah. I was just like, there are so many disgusting people on here yeah. that I know are literally just doing this for their bank of imagery. Yeah. And you can't, it's such a fine line because there's some of my friends that are wedding and elopement photographers that do boudoir, mm. and there is such a beauty and craft and art to it. But because of the rep, that it is given mm. by all these disgraceful... Yeah, they're not respecting the craft, really. They're not respecting the craft. No. They're also not respecting the artists. Mm. It's a completely selfish practice yeah. by these people. And so I think that can cause an effect into how players might have photos taken yeah. by these particular photographers. Yeah. And so it's this thing of like I've talked to my acting agent about it. I when I told him that I was going into photography, he was like, That's great. Just don't become one of these photographers. Mm. And I was like Good I'm, advice. I'm not. Yeah. But also like from a point of I'm not going to become one, but also I can't even be seen in that field mm. in anticipation that someone else might think that I am. Yeah, so you didn't even post on any of those groups. That's what you're saying. No, as in I've not done any nudity photography, any anything that's not a headshot or a portrait to that extent. And I'm just like, I don't want to delve into that because Mm. that's where the lines can get blurred. Yeah, and photographers ruin the industry in that aspect because other people have had bad experiences, and you don't want to get caught up in yeah. That And the answer to the next part mm. was, I think that gaming photography, like we, we went to Fortress 
today. Yeah, we had a look at Fortress yeah. in Melbourne Central, Blue's and mine. I'd never, I'd always walked past. Yeah. I've never been in. Yeah, and I was like, holy motherfucking shit! <laughs> this industry is real. I'm, right? go- I'm gonna be picking up League of Legends again very soon. Yeah, you, <laughs> you did bring that up. Yeah. Um, but there's in the esports world and mm. this like these uh, what was in in the like the gaming competitions. Just- like competitions, like worlds yeah. competitions. Esports. Yeah, yeah. esports competitions, yeah. like world finals, stuff like that. Oh, there's like, there's huge market. Huge events. Yeah, huge yeah. events. And so That's like, what I didn't think of. My, yeah, initial thought, and I was thinking in, in Fortress, even when we were talking to the clerk mm-hmm. and they were telling us about the place and yeah. I was like, man, I would love to just come in here and do some, I don't know, some mild event type slash fun portrait sort of stuff. I saw them hiring a position for a junior, I think, social media person with photography background skills. Okay. So, yeah, they... And if you follow their Instagram, they're always posting stuff from their events and stuff. People playing board games, all those Mm, types mm. of things. Yeah. That place would be hiring a a very wide range of people for a lot of different things, I would say. Mm. Chefs. You know what I mean? For their kitchen. Yeah. Maybe mixologists for the gaming-themed cocktails. I don't know. Oh, yeah. And then it's e-technicians. What a crazy yeah. entertainment venue. It. Yeah, I went there on opening night and it... What, a couple of years ago? Yeah. I went, oh. I went to Fortress on opening night. Sweet. I brought it up in the pod before. Cool. I've, actually, long story I've actually got a friend that like does the mind. competitions at Fortress. Yeah. And he, his stream will go on the big screen. What, what kind of competition? I think it's League. Oh, a competitive gamer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I, yeah, I don't Yeah, and he, his game will be live screened. Yeah. Live, yep. It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. It's huge. It is crazy because yeah, yeah. you and me go to a sports bar and we have chicken wings and we look up and it's like NRL and we're just like, <laughs> and then watch this. this. trash. Yeah, yeah, but if you see, if you, uh, if I see like a, a, I don't know, I'm not even heavy into league, but I could respect a good Blitzcrank. Oh, look. dude. If, if Blitzcrank hits something like from a long shot, I'd be like, any pub. Yeah. If any pub started streaming league. Yeah. I'm hooked. Yeah. No kidding. No blitzcrank be... pun intended. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hooked in. Hooked in and his other moves. I don't know. Yeah. Electrocuted. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is it? The pop up. Punches you, silences you. Yeah, no. I know that Q Q's the pull. Yeah. W is speed and whatever dash thing. Yeah. E is the and then R, yeah. I love Blitzcrank, I'm not gonna lie. Do you play League? Yeah, I got my accounts like level 23 or something, so I never got ranked. You never got ranked? No. Oh, dude. But I played a lot of Dota. Oh, okay. Don't don't talk to me, okay? I've never played played Dota. It's so similar. Yeah? So, so similar. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Like, I've done a nude photography shoot. What was your experience? Yeah, look. With the shoot itself... And the photographer. One thing I'll say is... If you want to get into it. Yeah, for sure. 100% because I was comfortable with it. Because it was just inherently professional. It Mm -hmm. was just like there are other nude models there. It was for something. It's not like for art. Mm -hmm. It was for a submission for Vogue Italia. Oh, And And supposedly that magazine goes for more nudity shots and something like that. Is this the one where you're like painted? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that was great. So they airbrushed, painted me all over, made the abs pop out, you know what I'm saying? And They didn't have to do much, baby. No, man, no. Maybe there's a little bit of Photoshop. (laughs) (laughs) But I just circled that area in AI and went... Yeah, hey, this was before that, all right? Give Um, them a dozen. Yeah. 
there was they were bringing in trucks full of plants. We had mm. fucking live snakes, mm. bird a, and a bird. So we had an animal handler. And it was just like inherently professional. And so I was happy to be a part of that. For the sake of art is when it gets tough. And especially because a lot of cosplayers are doing it just to express themselves. Yeah. So I think to get into that field, I'm just ballparking like how would you even do it, right? I think it, realistically it's more in Fortress, right? But for cosplay, you would almost oh, like... Oh, gaming your, photography. Your, yeah, your in yeah. would actually almost have to be like, okay, holy well, shit, you are professional cosplayer... I am a professional photographer. This is how we propel you or yeah. help you get it this way. Because there are full-time cosplayers that go from event mm. to event to event and mm. their costumes are just almost a mirror image. Mm-hmm. It's just like, that is that character. And who doesn't want to see the anime, like, favorite anime character in real life, in mm. the flesh, like mm. a mirror copy? Who doesn't want to see that, right? So, mm. that's the only ballpark i can see that kind of existing but matt i think so, i think like yeah. for me I, th- I think what it is is like there's an untapped market in that sense now yeah. i don't know the cosplay photography world yes that's not yeah i'm a, a performance photographer yes yes i don't do weddings strictly mm. don't do weddings i've never done yeah. a wedding okay. don't plan on doing a wedding that's mm. not my ballpark yeah as much as cosplay is not my ballpark and so you just Gaming industry, yes. Cosplay, no. Sorry, in the sense of play, gaming industry hasn't been my ballpark. Right. If it was like world's champions or whatever, like mm. I do event photography, I could do some event stuff mm. at a world championship or whatever. Or yeah. do some portrait stuff. For, I could do headshots and portraits already. Yes. But like weddings, no. Mm. But my main niche is portrait and performance. And so for me, it's like my main field, I've tapped into it. Live music, live theatre, live dance, circus, whatever it is. And so, like, if someone wanted to obsess into a field like cosplay, they would have a very broad array of clientele to be able to tap into and do it so fucking well. Because I don't, I really haven't seen a lot of, maybe it's also because I'm not looking. Yeah. But I haven't seen a lot of, cosplay photography out there that's not just someone taking it on their phone yeah or uh, I do th- it's obviously niche it, or it hasn't been like photographed for the Warner Brothers or some like professional crazy yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah no kidding I think where my mind as soon as you said that went was like oh yeah it makes sense they're different mediums mm. like uh, and different um, there's portrait and then there's events mm. and then there's weddings and then I think the what cosplay photography would be that isn't a headshot mm. or isn't just like an ad event or an events cosplay photo shoot. I guess the peak of it would be being a, like a fantasy photographer, mm. being like, oh, let's go out into the fucking woods and let's. Well, I think that's the other get thing the is that it's like. Out and we wouldn't even have to. Yeah. Fog well, machine in the woods. Yeah. yeah. You, but it's the thing a, of like, I know that me, my obsession mm. is performance yeah. photography. I haven't seen enough anime Mm. or I'm not in the cosplay world enough to be able to, one, obsess enough into it that I'd be successful, but two, do it justice. You know what I mean? There's plenty of people that, that watch this stuff or are in this world that can do it way more justice because that's what their obsession and their craft and their main, like, 
purpose for, for the photography is this field. Mm. People that do weddings love that I know love weddings. They love they love that family aspect, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Weddings scare me. <laughs> Wedding photography <laughs> scares me. I'm like, I've got one shot, and I'll, if I miss that kiss, I'm fucked. Oh, so like yeah, we- so weddings, true. I'm like, I can't even start doing that. Yeah. But like performance, like that's within my You're acting. Just yeah. Comes from acting. Well, like a, right. yeah. And so, yeah. so for me, it's like I'm already I'm already familiar with the structure of how shows work. Mm. I'm familiar with how performers prepare. I'm familiar with how lights work. I'm familiar that. If all the lights in the space turn red, like someone's getting shot. You know what I mean? Just being able to like completely obsess into a specific field and theme that if I was to do anything else, Mm. I'd be doing a disservice, Mm. if that makes sense. Fully. I think the easy comparison would be just like if you're... It's interesting. I feel like I'm very naive to photography despite being like in front of the camera a fair bit because it's like... I interpret it as a very a trade skill. You need to know millimeter of lenses. You need mm. to know a bit of color theory, lighting, all of mm. these things. But even once you know all of those things, there needs to be that personal element. Mm. Because if you to jump into cosplay and it's just like, you don't know the character doesn't wield that weapon. Mm. And that character's wielding a weapon from another show mm. and suddenly the whole audience is abrupt and what the fuck? That's yeah. not canon. Yeah, wow. I just... I'm learning <laughs> about the photography as a profession. Yeah, like I I think the main thing for me is if I Okay, like the other day yeah. I did a set of portraits for some musicians. Mm-hmm. I saw some photos that a a head in the industry, like a, a body yes. had posted yeah. of their musicians mm-hmm. and I thought they were atrocious, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. And I thought very abruptly, I reckon I could do better. Mm. And so I put this call out on Instagram and I very honestly and openly was just like, I've never done this. Here's my ideas. Here's my inspiration. If you're interested, let me know. And I put the call out and I had 15 people, 15 people message me and I ended up getting 10 people in. And I was just like, these people trust me enough to be able to shoot this thing based off what I'd said, whether or not I'd be able to achieve it. It was a strong pitch. But it was a yeah. thing of I'm exploring my range because performance, mm. yep, I feel like I'm pretty Yeah, well, you spoke their language, it sounds like. Yeah, and yeah. so it was just like being able to diversify in that aspect because it's, some, it's still something familiar. Whereas mm. you don't want to go so broad across so many different fields it's jack of all trades and master of none yes. sort of thing. Yeah. No, I fully get that. And it's not just to do with the uh, technical aspect of owning all the lenses, not knowing how to use mm. any. It's also th- thematics. Like, it's also what theme it's in, right? Mm. The battery is running a bit low on the lappy. Oh. Let's take 510. Yeah, let's yeah, do it. Yeah, let's so. do it. Into an ad break, ad break. <laughs> from our sponsors. Alrighty, welcome back from the ad break, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you to our sponsors. Yes, for allowing us to be in the studio today. That's you, yeah. mate. You're our sponsor. Yeah, I'll send you a, a quote oh, and a contract. Thank you so much. Can't wait for that. Yeah, new financial year starting off strong, baby. Yeah, god damn it. Look, I probably owe the tax, but I'm not going to lie. He's not going to be happy with me. Putting all of these things together, there's yeah. one thing that just does not compute in my mind, which is there's 
some statistic out there that I think is... Millennials, perhaps Gen Z as well, the most desired profession was to be a YouTuber. I see you yeah. as someone, and you've done a TikTok run before, quite six. I am almost a bit surprised that you are not more eager to either do streaming like myself or mm. be a YouTuber because you've got the performance down, which we're going to test in a second. The performance? Yes, yes. Oh, like the personality performance? You pro- you know how to be a performer. You've, em- oh, you've okay. emceed events. Yeah, yeah. You're, I'm sure you've done a bit of improv as well. Yes, yeah, no? yeah, yeah. And so... Every day is a bit, baby. Every day, you're wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> no, so have you ever, just, I was flat out saying, have you ever wanted to be a YouTuber? And did that ever, were you ever in that dra- demographic of people that, because admittedly, I was, and I think it spawns from that gaming, right? Yeah. So, like those Sinanas or those early PewDiePie played that wheelchair game yeah um, oh yeah okay so runescape you, youtubers they YouTube, had to have existed right youtuber in that sense yeah right yeah early uh, early on see like when people were watching pewdiepie streaming mm. mm-hmm. i was watching like julian smith or tabascus doing yep. like bits Yep, like films, like short right. films. Right, it wasn't the gaming stuff. It was no, and so for, for me, that was my YouTube. Yeah, yeah, be a YouTuber. It, the sketch comedy was a big thing on YouTube, and yeah. it might be coming back. You heard that Smosh got brought back. Oh, cool. Yeah, so the okay. original creators of Smosh came back, and they're like, "We're going to be doing sketch comedy again." So that cool. era of YouTube could okay. be coming back. Yeah, but th- th- that makes total sense. Yeah, like yeah. we those couple of guys from high school that we like just made shitty little videos on like okay. terrible camcorders and right. chucked it into Windows Live Movie Maker or something and chucked it on YouTube. That sort of thing. So like that was did my, exist for you. It, that right. was part of my yep. like history. Okay. Like I've done video stuff. Yes. But like for me, yeah, tic, tic, yeah like TikTok was fun and I, I could go into YouTube or yeah. something like that. But I feel like for me at the moment with the business, like I don't want to keep preaching all this business stuff, but it's just like for me with the business, it's mm. like where is my audience based? And this is why I came into so much play with our shoot. Yes. Because it was like where is the audience actually based? Mm. I've got a lot of people that watch TikTok. Yep. Not a lot of people creating TikToks. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot of people that are creating Instagram mm-hmm. and creating Pinterest boards in the creative field in that sense yep. because they're not just creating stuff to be watched on on a screen. Yes. They're, they're creating live music. They're creating live theatre. They're creating something for the live medium yep. that TikTok or YouTube can't encapsulate in that sense mm. and so for me it's as a business perspective i need to be putting more focus into pinterest i need to be putting more focus into things like spotify as well and like playlists and songs and music and that that yep, sort of stuff feeling, yeah. all that sort of stuff that it's i've got to enhance my my feel it's, it's like i've got to grow my warm audience before i start just like blasting out to the cold audience you know what I mean? It's that I've got makes to, a lot of sense. I've got to foster yeah. the clientele that I've already got, mm-hmm. and that the friends, and then the friends of friends, and then the friends of friends are all within my clientele. I've got to foster to that, as opposed to I'm just going to post something on TikTok that's about theater photography or about something on YouTube, and hope that it accrues twenty thousand views. Yeah. Awesome! How many of those are converting? As opposed to how much conversion is being made on Pinterest. 
Yeah, or it's, something like it that. sounds like you found out very early not to pursue virality. Yeah, like I tried mm. to do them all and I started on Pinterest a year ago. I had no idea how it worked. I chucked a couple of things on there. I was like, oh yeah, cool. I'm getting like 20, 30 views. This is mm. cool, great, awesome. Yeah. That seems not bad for Pinterest. Yeah, broaden it out. Mm. And then there's other people that have the entire business on Pinterest that get like millions upon millions of views and saves and stuff Mm. like that. And so it was like this thing of like what we were talking about before. It's like jack of all trades, master of none. Mm. Where is my mastery needing to be focused here? I can't, for this moment, I can't automate stuff or I am still learning about all these different things. I tried the broad spectrum of different mediums and I was like, TikTok's fun, but man, for like the amount of time I'm putting into it to like yeah. the actual conversion, audience conversion, yeah. not and huge. Money. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, when, I think you posted some of your ones that went pretty viral mm. and I, those were good. The stuff you did with your grandma mm. and it, it had a story, mm. right? And you said, I know you've even said that you've met people that recognize you from TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. And... Oh, what was I trying to say? I just can't help but fall back to... It just... Back when you did it, there was not a creator fund on TikTok. I don't think no. it, it actually existed. No. And who's sponsoring wholesome videos with your grandma for money? <laughs> yeah, and it's not paying the bills, really. The Centrelink government. <laughs> yeah. At that time. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, initially, especially with Pinterest, I don't think Pinterest... Pa- uh, yeah, where, what's the creative fund on Pinterest? With TikTok, or even there was a video that I saw of Snoop Dogg that was like mm. <laughs> talking about Spotify, and he's like, the money ain't money, and he's, yes. I'm getting all these millions That's of streams. Good, yes. it's like I'm getting all these millions of streams, but yes. I'm not getting any money. That is the As best quote to, like, to encapsulate. Yeah, that it's ever. like I sell a record. I'm putting in 20 bucks. Mm. I'm getting out another 25. You know what? It's like you sell one, you've sold a million records, you've made $20 million. Right. You get a million streams on Spotify. You get fuck all. Who? Yeah. Mm. Like, where's it going? And so yep. it's like the monetization of the platform isn't the thing for me. It's how can I create three-dimensional content in the sense of if I'm pulling someone from TikTok, where are they going after that? Yeah. Or are they just swiping onto the next thing? With you, Pinterest, mm, yeah. there's hyperlinks or they can just save it to their boards and then they can reflect back on it and blah, blah, blah. It's it's always there. Yeah. Not to mention, I'm not the biggest Pinterest guy, but I, ne- I don't think I've ever clicked on a Pinterest where I'm like, oh, that's the person who made that image. Mm. Whereas Instagram, you do assume, unless it's a meme yep. page, you're like, oh, that's that person. Yeah. Pinterest, it just seems like they are. Just, it's a it's mood ideas. board platform. Yeah. And you are... And this probably actually is the future, but you are a really good curator. And that's almost a bit like what is to come and how Pinterest yeah. is still getting growing as a platform and stuff like that. It's the thing of like the amount of leads, I don't say clients because at that point they're not clients, they're leads, have mm. contacted me and they go, I loved what you did with this. And they would send me, they'd message me on Instagram and send me a photo from Instagram to me that I'd posted and gone, I really like this and I really like whatever other photo that they find. Yeah. And they go, I want to do a mix of these things. Mm. I'm like, hmm, if I save these photos in Pinterest, you could just save my photos into Pinterest as well and create a board that way and just grow my growth in that sense Mm -hmm. 
without me like subconsciously without me even having to do anything yeah as opposed to if i put it on instagram yeah shares saves sure that hits a very minute and finite audience with pinterest if something's on your board that's relevant for as long as that's on your board are you saying that you want other people to repost your stuff oh, on Pinterest? Oh, yeah, you would absolutely. Because yeah, if, yeah. if I'm already okay. getting people messaging me and going, "Hey, here's my here's the stuff that I really like," mm. and they're messaging me my own stuff, I'm like, oh, right. that's so cool. nice, yeah. that's great." But it's, if it's on Pinterest, then they can save it with other stuff, and it's that's and it, actually mm. boosting what I'm doing. Not to mention if they've got a proper account, people yep. can see their mood boards and what they've said. But also it's the yeah. thing of they can then open their Pinterest board and go, here's 20 ideas that I've saved all together. It's, it's the saved section in the Instagram, but it fully it, yeah. it gives you which recommendations Instagram or whatever else. expanding on as well, which is proof that yeah. there's, it's got legs. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Mm. That What you've said just there is fully why I pivoted from streaming, actually. Mm. Not to say that streaming, it was uh, a cold audience and it still is and we're on there now, right? Mm -hmm. But I was in lockdown when I started with the whole Smash Bros thing, but... Oh, we haven't even talked about Smash Bros. Yeah, that's another question, don't But... How long is this episode going to be? Yeah, the long one. But (laughs) We could talk for an hour about Smash Bros. Oh, we could, man. Cronibulous. Cronibulous, that's it. I don't know why I give myself the the most hard to pronounce names in everything. Parenthesis. Cronibulous. Cronibulous. What else? We'll get to the gaming game in a second. My mum's made a name and the street I first grew up on. No. Bad joke. Continue. Oh, no. uh, yeah. No, I, I get it. I was giving but, you all these names. What's yeah. your bank details? Yeah, your dog's first dog's name. <laughs> let me give you my RuneScape account. <laughs> yes, let me log in for a second. Yeah, the podcast for me was really like, I had done so much modeling and been in the creative scene in Melbourne. And it was just like, and then it was just like, oh, yeah, I want to do Twitch. And it was just like, boom, such a contrast of audiences and people. Mm. But with the podcast, I can talk to you about our mutual interests and almost be the gateway because there is a gateway Mm. there is a gatekeeping of gaming culture 100% there are things that you can talk about in Animal Crossing RuneScape that people might not get Mm. but then they can relate to perhaps photography or business or just Mm -hmm. life which Mm. is what we talk about and this podcast gave me a chance to combine all of those audiences together and make it as if my audience is like a real person who I could hang out with and not have to be like the gaming friend in this group and then the creative or model person in this group it's mm. like both like here we are chatting about both in this like relevant platform mm. and it just made me feel like more like a person because it was like streaming can be very performative and that's mm. as you should be you <laughs> if you're getting money to sit and play games hopefully you're good at the game or a funny person or something right and so when people would join my lobby and own someone in Smash Bros, I'd be like, yeah, fuck, you owned him. I'd pay some commentary, right? And I learned that over a period of time. And yeah. I think people ended up gen- did joining my stream and my streaming lobbies too, because I don't know, I haven't talked to them about why, but definitely they would, yeah, I'm going to join this stream and I get some screen time. Like I'm playing Smash in front of his audience. Yeah, yeah, and okay. so Smash yeah. Bros is a really interesting vehicle in terms of forging a relationship with your audience because they benefit off you, you can streaming fucking shit on they, them like their on the live gameplay. Stream. Yeah. Oh yeah, they wanted. Yeah, if I'm 
my face is there on the screen. They want to get a crazy <laughs> kill on that guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's totally sadistic. Well, totally. It's, like, it's that whole thing of any streamer. Yeah. Especially at the moment. Like a lot of my TikTok is like specifically Fortnite streams. Yes. Yeah. And it's you going, you, if you are going into a stream, you're going into a game and you're like, fuck, there's Slayer Man mm-hmm. 69. Yeah. I'm going to target this guy like a bounty naturally to be on his stream yeah there's there's that create some good tv (laughs) exactly (laughs) good tv entertaining it's full entertainment and naturally it does bug streamers from time to time and it did get tough for me to do it to be that person all the time when i had this backlog were you getting focused on no that wasn't an issue Uh, at all it was actually maintaining uh, and i describe it as being as like a smash bros mc basically oh, it was yeah. like whipping up and it's like how long can i enjoy smash bros for whatever and us <laughs> do, do, do you get that well, this Imagine is what we're talking about before us oh man i've been playing this game for 10 hours yes. Like, yeah. I can't do <laughs> yes that's literally yeah. it that's literally it and if you follow other streamers in the space they fully struggle with the same thing because yeah, yeah. people might not watch them for them or they might i know other streamers that have tried to pivot and, and actually failed right or yeah. It's literally changing a game can be like changing a lane as hectically as going from modeling to acting. Mm. It can be as harsh of an entertainment switch as that. Mm. And just to backtrack, that's what the podcast has been. An amazing medium to combat that is it feels just like more real. Not chasing that virality because even it exists on Twitch, right? Where you're just like, okay, I know Smash Bros is the popular game. Yeah. In the same way... Oh, I know. I know. If I wear skimpy clothing on TikTok, I'ma get views. Or, but even trending music or funny little dances. And so it was like podcasting was like a more real medium or a more only real art form. Yeah. And I, it's not that I don't think streaming is that. I actually think streaming is a massively real art form. Mm. I, it's one of the newest gen forms of art. If I were to take it that far, mm. to be able to run your own show from your own house—that's crazy. Mm. And that's why I continue to do it and want to be a part of it. But cold audiences, people you might not meet or interact with, and podcasts. We've been chatting for a bit. Long-form content, a chance to get to people to know you, Mm. myself more. It's just, if I were to say anything, you found your version of that for a while now, which Mm. is what you're doing now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And And you found yours with this. I'm finding like, it. We we talked we talked about this concept for months. Oh, yeah. With his potty. And like it's come some distance as well. Oh, yeah. And I've played streams with you and yes, like before it existed. Before the podcast blew you up. Yeah, my my yeah, young link to your what? Jigglypuff yeah. or whatever. No, in a Who do you play? In Cinderella, the Oh, that's right. Yeah, that yeah. other Pokemon. Yep. Oh, dude, we haven't even talked about Pokemon yes. yet. Oh, yeah. my gosh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, that's another podcast <laughs> yeah, episode. Maybe, but, yeah. Uh, and you've had legs for this thing for a while. Yeah. And it was just that thing of just going like, all right, how can I blend these these interests together? Fully. And now that... Well, this is episode... What episode number is this? This will be five. This is out. number yeah. five? Okay, yeah. I didn't want to be like, yeah, this is episode oh, number maybe th- six. This is- oh, it might be six. Yeah. What do you want it to be? Hold on. Re- recut that. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is episode what? Six, man. Six. This is episode six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that, that was good me- acting? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, it's actually for your editing later on for you to sync that back <laughs> to Spotify. Oh, no, anyway, anyway, you yeah. send it. It's the whole thing. Now you've got six episodes under your belt. Yeah. And like after that first episode, you're like, oh man, I've caught a bug. Mm. I know how I'm going to do the next one. I'm going to yeah. do the next one, do the next one. It's just that thing of just going completely f- obsessing into this thing now. Yeah. And I think that's what I was talking about before about the whole TikTok and then Pinterest and then YouTube and then blah, 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 blah. It's, I can't obsess over one medium if I'm doing them all. Mm. And so now it's like, yeah, we got the we got the Twitch live stream going. We're, we're filming it on a video medium. We've got a Spotify as well, the audio it could medium, just be, it's whatever simple. it is. And then yeah. it's like, for you, it's that the long form media for the Spotify, mm. and then it's the short form media of TikToks, YouTube Shorts, whatever it is, blah 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 blah. Because that's all still within the one realm. Yes. Yeah. I feel like you've found that now, which is great. Finally. Yeah. Because I did try doing the highlights off of Twitch and stuff like that. And if I send that to the people I've done other creative things with, there's pretty like mm. Mash Bros. Mm. And I finally have something else where I can push that. You want a what? What? <laughs> Smash Bros. You want a Smash Bros. <laughs> yeah, fucking Smash Cut Bros. Cut that out. Yeah, get, the, get that out of here. Um, no, nah, man. You When you joined my stream as mm. Kron... Cronibulous. Cronibulous. I didn't yeah. know it was you. Can you tell us about where that gaming name came from? Did you just pick it out of a hat? I, or? oh God, I, so my first, my RuneScape gaming name, which was the first online public game that I'd played. And yeah. I was like, gaming name? You mean I can't just be Jahan for my whole life? <laughs> yeah. I can't be J-H-O-N publicly? Yeah, Jahan. Okay. My first name, and I remember when I started RuneScape because the number was in the name, the age number, mm. was my username was TrailerMan12. As in like fucking car trailer. TrailerMan12. That's Because I was set up on the home computer and I was like, public name? I looked around, I like looked outside and I was like, oh, oh genuinely. It's dad's trailer. Wow. Trailer, man, and I'm 12 that, years old. That's the And classic. that's how it fucking started. That's the classic. And then... Like- Looking for you. Whoa, my inspiration. Yeah. It's the, what's the Pulp Fiction reference? And he's John Travolta and he's like, Oh, yeah. That one. Uh, He picks something in the room? I don't know. Uh, I haven't seen it. I've seen the meme. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to get cancelled for not having watched Pulp Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction, yeah. And then uh, when I lost my RuneScape account, I was like, fuck Trailer Man 12. I'm finding something else. Of course. And one of my other friends who played Call of Duty or whatever. Mm. His nickname, his gaming name was, for whatever reason, I you'd have to ask him, but Binork. 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 Okay. Yeah. And I was like, the hell is a Binork? Yeah. Anyway, and I was like, well, Binork. You liked it? I was like, Binork, that's intriguing. Yeah. Binork backwards is Cronib. And I was oh. like, now I've got to make it sound off the mouth. And I was like, Cronibulous. Yep. And that's where that uh, started. That is a very... It's funny. My gamer name is Superfish since I was like fucking 12. Yeah. And give was, us the reason. And it was just like I was, we were in a gaming cafe. My friend... I Once again, you go through that period of time where you're like, gamer name? <laughs> like, why not just my real name? <laughs> you're like, telling me like, Jaden no. is already taken? Yeah. It's also, no. And so my friend was just... It was his real name with a bit of a twist. His name was Jerry and he just made it Jebby. Oh, yeah. and, and I was just like, oh, that... I thought that was so cool. I was just like, oh, you have a gamer name. And like when you kill someone in the game or whatever, it pops up. Jimmy killed you. You have this aura kind of thing, right? And I was like, oh, man, what should mine be? He's like, oh, I don't know. Maybe just like super fish. And I'm just like, 
oh yeah <laughs> and it just i laughed at Ooh, it at the time that sounds like I a was great just like, idea yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> what was your ass. what was your first online game was it Habba hotel oh no that i remember that period of time that happened when we it was actually at an internet cafe and it was like so i didn't make my online username on a pl- fucking playstation 2 or anything like that yeah, i never yeah. played ps2 or cod or any of those things um so it was counter-strike 1.6 or source uh-huh. and so it was actually like it did pop up and on the kill screens yep. and stuff like that so it was like an actual gamer name yeah yeah and i've actually tried to change it a bit but it's just it just keeps coming back yeah that's fair and i feel like if you try and change it too much people are like nah nah man we know you as that. we know you as the yeah. super fish yes yeah yeah so, now, I, I remember the first time that I joined your Smash lobby. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing was... I didn't think I knew it was you. But the funny you thing that? about yeah. that... Oh, I know that you didn't know it was me. Yeah. But the funny thing was like, like we'd finished a, sh- a shift at the cinema when we were, used to work there. We finished before a shift yeah. and went home and you're like, yeah, man, like before we left, you're like, yeah, I think, yeah, I'll jump on the stream tonight. And I was mm. like, yeah, cool. I'll, I'll join you. Mm. And then I messaged you for the details and you're like, yeah, here's my stream. And then I log on like almost immediately after and you're like, oh, Hey, Crenibula. How was I supposed to know? And I was like, hey, man, good to see you. How would I know? And you're like, yeah, man, like yeah. just join the lobby. And I just, like started playing. And I was yeah. like, does Jaden even fucking know who it's I am? It's so funny you point? feel that way. Because I was like, like how would all I know? The, but all the things led to it. But now in my mind, when you're like, yeah, I had like all these other people playing that you didn't know, you know, yeah. people, other streamers just joining on. I was like, okay. Yeah, fully. fully. Fair that, enough. That's fully it. Like, I was surprised when I first started streaming Smash that I would get random people join. And it was happening a lot. Mm. And because you put that, hey, there's a lobby here, mm. people, you're not in the Twitch algorithm, just to get technical with you. Mm. The people looking for people to play against in Smash Bros would find my stream there. Oh, yeah, so yeah, I'm not right, like right. in the top 5% of Twitches. It's yeah. I would actually get traffic from all these people playing the game and people would jump in all the time. Cool. So the fact that you jumped in the lobby could have just been another person anyone. who have f- found well them. you should have known it was I me should have known, yeah. known it was me when i freaking absolutely wiped the floor the I full round like, robin you're oh, like is that you camera <laughs> oh man that oh, boomerang man. crazy oh that young link yeah nutty. smashed me yeah fuck yeah. Man. yeah um yeah wow what a throwback hey i don't you don't play it too much now uh i still look yeah <laughs> It's <laughs> no, I it's a hard game yeah. to keep up with. Yeah, there's, that's that. I feel like there's three things on my TikTok. It's Fortnite, Smash Bros. You get Smash Bros. I get a lot too. of. I've recently been getting a lot of Smash Bros. And any of those fucking Reddit horror stories with subway surfers or Minecraft, Minecraft like parkour yeah, underneath, yeah. and I'm like. I'm just flicking between these three different categories. They are addictive, those Minecraft vids. So, oh, yeah. But there's so many Smash just combos that blow my mind. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, man, if I was playing this game, controller straight through the TV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, stop yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Boy, there's a guy going popular on Twitch right now called Low Tier God, and he actually embodies that he's full mad all the time oh and everyone tunes in for that so if you're getting so much like paid just hitting with just getting yeah. hit with bs like yeah. lag annoying characters oh. Um, oh so stuff that's not actually his fault or is it like he's just game. getting absolutely let's be ruined. honest it's yeah, just okay. the game getting hit downtown from a reflected projectile yeah. or something <laughs> who knows alright we could go into the Pokemon thing I feel like it could almost be another ep and yeah 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 this is almost like hour and a half yeah 
the one thing I wanted to finish on, Smash Bros is a very nostalgic game. Mm. You've been feeling a bit clucky recently. If you had... I don't know how to frame this. I don't know how to frame this. We get chicken wings every night, right? <laughs> yeah. We'll be hanging out... Uh, Wait, did you say every night? Every once, Every once, Monday, we yeah. Get, every Monday, chiki we get chicken Monday, wings. Monday, baby. Oh. Looks like we're cut out anyway. Camera's out. All right. That's Probably fine. Probably a good edit. Anyway. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. I was going to... No, you can just keep going. I'll, I'll, this is recording. I'll tell you what I was going to do. Yeah. Is I was gonna segue like, did you want to be a YouTuber kind of thing in some way to the clucky thing and make it like unexpected and swing it in there? But I got sidetracked because we got real for a sec. Nice. Yeah, but and then we ran out of time and I was that's just like, right. that's, I had the question and yeah. Oh, there you go. For another episode. Thanks for having me. No, it's all good, man. I appreciate you coming on. We're still recording. This is for the Spotify now, right? Yeah, it could be, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so let's wrap it up. Like, Sure, probably. yeah, sure. I hope to see you continually playing games and finding time for it. Hopefully, we'll get you on the stream sometime, play some Pokemon, play some Smash again. Yeah. And I can't wait to publish the photos that we did a while ago. Oh, it's going to be so good. Yeah, yeah. and actually... Make, materialize everything we've talked about. I'd actually yeah. love to see you put some of that stuff into the AI. Yeah. And see what that creates. Mm. Gaming yeah. theme? Yeah. yeah. Or whatever. Mm. I think that, that could be really fun. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Did you want to plug anything at the end here? No. I think it would just, I think it's nice to let people know that you are Cronibulous in the chat. In the yeah. Twitch stream, Cranium and you the are the cat's pajamas on Instagram because the Tiger Game Instagram's been doing quite well as well. Mm. So it's nice to like let people know who everybody is and who mm. you're speaking to and what they do because mm. we well, have musicians in the chat, we have photographers, we have models, we have mm. gamers, everything. I feel like all my nicknames leading back to that are just are such a wide array the fact that you're like cranibulous in the chat and mm. then the cat's pajamas on instagram i'm mm. like and parenthesis on my business what yeah. do these names mean yeah um, you definitely would have had to pull some out for the yeah. business and stuff like that yeah. but uh, but no i think it's great story of my life yeah <laughs> that is a story of my life picking handles yeah it's tough i can't handle it can't handle it no. honey man mm -hmm. with that i'm out i'm done that's it that's it I'm thanks done. very much oh, thank you <laughs>